It's time for Who Watch, Time and Relative Blackness in Space. everyone, it's Bayana, Connie, and Robin coming to you live from the Time Vortex. Today we're kicking off our companion series by discussing all there is to discuss about Rose Tyla. We just wanted to have some more content for you guys who are awesome listeners. And if Doctor Who returns in the fall as, as promised, or as speculated, I guess is the better word, if we do a companion a month, then... We'll have content until the new companions show up. So just, you know, going to start off by talking about every, not everyone's most di- divisive companion. I think she's second most divisive <laughs> because Clara exists. But um, I'm going to start talking about Rose, our very first companion of New Who. I think that the reason why Rose is so, like, divisive and... The controversial, I guess, is the right word. Sure. The right word for it. It's just because she's the first, and we get to see as like in her season. It wasn't. I mean, there were there were points where I was just really like, oh, even my first watch. But um, <laughs> in her season, it wasn't that bad. It's just compared to companions that follow her mm-hmm. and how the show progresses, um, and some of the proclivities of the writers and their relationship to Rose. Mm-hmm. It really does damage to her legacy as companion, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's funny cause like, you know, as now, and I feel like this is like true for at least the three of us is like, I don't think any of us hated her when she was the main companion, but then like no. going back to her episodes is rough. You're just like, why I could be, you know, watching Donna or <laughs> anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, that but, but I do yeah. remember when I was like, like watching it for the first time around like there were moments where she was annoying but I definitely felt like that we can we'll talk about her end like her end in quotes um probably later on in the episode but like it was emotional for me right and then like and so I think I think kind of like what you were saying Robin about I don't I think yeah the really the right the relationship that the writers had with her especially because she's like the first companion of New Who I think that that ended up kind of messing her up a little bit. I think that, like, if they had left her at the end of season two, then it would have been fine. Mm -hmm. And I would have had some issues with her, but I think I would dislike her less. Versus when they start trying to, like, bring her back and making her a bigger part of it, um, it it just kind of is, it just makes me want to roll my eyes, basically. (laughs) Just like, uh, why? Yeah, and I think Robin was um, sort of alluding to it also is that Rose has, um, Rose as a companion is sometimes fine. Like, so I have, you know, like I think back and I'm like, okay, I'll watch these particular episodes. But she has a lot of rough, bad episodes, like that aren't her fault. But like season two has like five bad episodes in a row. And so I think that does not help in terms of looking back on her time and wanting to rewatch her episodes. Like whenever you go, th- we did our skip list um, episode and we're like, we skipped so many of season five. And I mean, a season two. And that really doesn't help endear me to her or rewatching her episodes because there are so many that I'm like, I didn't really like this one. This one can go. Yeah. Let's skip this one. These are the worst episodes of Doctor Who ever still. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but so she did have some good moments. Um, but I but, also oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say she did have some good moments, but um, like I like one that comes to mind is the New Earth episode. I think was really good for her. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's not necessarily accurate. It was good for Billy Piper. <laughs> um, yes, like because Rose as a character didn't actually do that much, <laughs> but it was yeah, it was a good like acting. Mm-hmm. episode for Billy Piper. 
Yeah, uh, she was like a pop star before that, I think, right? So she hadn't acted that much, maybe, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. So I think it, I think definitely um, as an actress, there's absolutely no problems with Billy Piper. As in her portrayal of Rose, it's just like a lot of the writing is frustrating for her and for the episodes that she's in that aren't necessarily bad Rose episodes, but they're just bad episodes. Mm-hmm. I th- and I think going into that too, it's hard to because a lot of the other problems come after her run and when she like shows back up again, and also that like kind of romantic entanglement that she has with the doctor, mm-hmm. which like I can't really go back and see build because I'm not watching half of those episodes again. Like I'm just not <laughs> gonna do it. So like I think that also makes it really annoying, right? Because like there are like we're supposed to believe in this kind of romantic love between the doctor and Rose, which I already have a problem with on its face. I have a problem with the doctor's romantic love with anyone besides River Song, and that's just because River Song transcends space and time and awesomeness. But <laughs> um but like we're supposed to believe in this 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 what is he at that point? Seven hundred, nine hundred years old, like it's like in love with this nineteen year old. And like to see those things, we have to like watch them go through the idiot's lantern and um Oh, the idiot's lantern is the worst place episode in a season. <laughs> like on top of the plot being awful. Like, it's literally right after Mickey gets left in another dimension and she's crying and it's sad. And then immediately in the next episode, she's like, with, like, what is it? Like, uh, they're like super excited to go to the 50s and she's oh, like yeah. grinning. And excited, you like, Mickey who is like, on the awful. moped or like the <laughs> motorcycle yeah, the or whatever. Vespa type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Right. And then it's like, fear her, Ooh. um, love and monsters mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I mean, she wasn't really in that one, but... No, but it, it happens. Help. It doesn't help. Right, and so it's just, like, it's really hard also, I think, to get... Like, Clara also has this problem um, mm-hmm. of getting, like, a consistency and, like, seeing Rose mature and become someone that would attract the, like, romantic notice of, of someone as world worldly, universally global... <laughs> as the doctor you know what I mean like when we first meet galactic galactic thank you um when we first meet Rose she's literally like she works at a shop she lives with her mom she's 19 and has not done anything and that's like a part of her story right like away with him at the end of that episode is like she doesn't like yeah, yeah. Let's and, we'll save it for next month. But Martha is the most accomplished of the companions, and why does she go with the doctor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, because as you're saying this about Rose, intellectual curiosity, I think. But there's, yeah. yes, yes, we'll, we'll, there's we'll, that. We'll, we'll get yeah. to we'll get it. There. But it does speak to um, Rose and like the template for a companion in that what Rose starts off as the template of like a girl who has nothing and is so unhappy with her life that. She wants to escape in any way possible, and the yeah, doctor provides I mean, that. I think, I think that helps like, with the romanticism. Of that's it all fine too. because I think that there are other companions who also have that issue. Like Donna, yeah, for sure, has yeah, a similar yeah. motivation. It's all of them, um, almost except Amy for... for Amy slightly. Um, but with Rose, I think adding the romantic part of it makes it really dangerous. I think, right, um, right, because there becomes a moment. There's like a and it happens really quickly where like she doesn't want to live without the doctor and she's like I am nothing without him I can't do anything without him and there's no sense of like there's nothing else like her identity is completely tied to him in a way that's not healthy at all especially when then you put it with the fact that like he's a 900 year old man and she's in love with him and obsessed with like and he you know like that whole it, that dynamic gets really yeah, gross really fast and I, do, mm. I do think that um what you were saying connie and and then what you said Bayana go together in a very important way which is she doesn't see she has nothing but she also doesn't believe that she has like opportunity for something right she like her job is just blown up and she's like i guess i can go like get a job at like another shop whereas 
Martha is training to be a doctor. Even Donna, you know, like Donna is seeing her life be like, you know, a series of temp jobs or whatever. But like she, I mean, she initially said no anyway, because she was like, I got other stuff I <laughs> want to be doing. Well, she was also just like, you're scary. You know what I mean? Like, "Eh," which is fine, right? But she, like, but there isn't, like, um, even when Donna comes back, there isn't, like, a, like, I have, I can't do anything else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Donna's motivation is more like, nothing else is as exciting as this prospect. Amy, I don't think, really fits into this. Um, And Clara, I think, Clara and Martha, I think, Clara's very messy. But Clara and Martha, I think, have this, like, intellectual curiosity of this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And like, they're both very smart. Like even all of the iterations of Clara's character are very smart. (laughs) Like, um, she doesn't think that there's nothing for her like on earth. Right. Like there's even a part where Clara is trying to like have a, like a whole, I don't, I don't travel in space and time thing. Right. But Rose does not have that. Rose, and and a lot of that is because she's nineteen. Like, mm-hmm. why why would she think that there is like there's a place for her to make? You know what I mean? Like, or I guess it's very easy for her to believe that there's nothing else there, right? You know what I mean? And I think I'm like thinking back to when I was eighteen, nineteen, and it's very easy to believe that where you're at at that space and time is where you're always going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like. I love that the doctor comes along and it's like, no, there's so much more in the world and the universe. But also because she's 19, she then ties that to him. Like there, there's more in the world and the universe without the doctor. Like it's not as fun. It's not as crazy. It's not as dangerous. You know what I mean? (laughs) But it's there. Like all of those places existed, exist without him being there. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like the tricky part with Rose's age and her obsession? Yeah. Is obsession yeah. the right word? Yeah. I think so. And I think to a certain degree, like, all of the companions are obsessed with the doctor, right? Yes, it's not absolutely. necessarily, like, it's only her, because I, I right. think that's part of the reason why they stay with him. But then I think also, like... But actually, it's yeah, what aspect of the doctor are they obsessed with? You know what I mean? Are they... Hmm. What, what, what does he give them that is that obsession? Right. And for Rose, it was right. everything. <laughs> yeah, literally everything. Um, I think. I think also just like with her age, um, I think what ends up happening too is like you know she has a family, so she's not like she's not like Harry Potter where she's an orphan and can just like disappear into this new world and no one would know that she ever existed or whatever. Like right. um, she goes on her first adventure with the doctor and then she comes back and they think it's been like 10 hours or something and it's literally been a year and her mother (laughs) has been like searching frantically for her for a year um and she walks in like hey mom and like obviously granted you're not gonna know that this is your first time time traveling the doctor told you it's one day and it's a totally different day um so that was on him but it's just that being the first kind of introduction that then her family has to the doctor and then for 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 like Obviously, they only went on one adventure that we know of and came right back. But to her family, she ran off with this dude for a year. And then this dude is just, like, enamored with him and is, like, he's everything I ever wanted to, like, be around. Like, I have, there's nothing for me here. Like, she starts treating her boyfriend up until a certain point. Like, they never actually break up. Like, her boyfriend, like, shit for this old-ass man. Like, it's just... <laughs> right. Who, just, or like, boyfriend who, like, forgave her after being thought to be a murderer for ten for a year. Like, right. they blamed him. They were like, he killed her. He's black. He, he, and he killed her and chopped up her body. And then she just walks in like, hey, Mickey, how's it going? And it takes her back, and it's yeah, awful. Which is um, really funny because I think, like, compared to, like, compared Side by side, I don't, there's a word there that I'm not connecting to my brain. But the same way in which Rose feels like the doctor is everything, Mickey feels like Rose is everything. That's and true. a lot of that has to also do with his family, right? He has, he's, he's only got his grandmother left. They've known him, like we see later, you know, like he's been around since he was a baby. Like 
they all know Mickey and they take care of him. His grandmother is dead, though. Oh, right. That he she only is around in the alternate universe. Yeah. So like he doesn't have anyone else besides Bros. I found Mickey so annoying, and now I have so much sympathy for him now. (laughs) Yeah, I love Mickey. I do. I love. It took me a second. Yeah, but I definitely love him. Jackie, yeah. on the other hand, can go somewhere. She's right. awful. Mm. It doesn't matter what, like, ooh, Jackie's the worst. Yeah. I get it. She loves her daughter, which is great, right? Like, that's yeah. her only redeeming quality, though. <laughs> but I also think, and I feel like Christopher Eccleston said this, it was like, there was a very classist thing going on mm-hmm. in in the first two, that Jackie and Mickey and Rose come from this certain class, and Rose has something about her that transcends that but the doctor looks on Mickey and Jackie with like contempt because they're yeah. like you know they're lower class lower class yeah. they're, and they're just regular people and right. they're not like and they're come and they're and they're like even with the whole ghost thing which ooh, the Cyberman <laughs> episode so Jackie's just like oh yeah it's grandpa and like she's the doctor like, is like you're not even what yeah, it's grandpa. Like you're not questioning this at all. And she's like, Nah, man. It's like the news said it's <laughs> grandpa. Like she's and, also very shallow and like mm-hmm. um, so, she's a low information voter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she is. No, but I mean, like it's funny because when you see mm-hmm. um, episodes where really the only one is like when they go into the other dimension. Um, and she doesn't have Rose, and she doesn't know Rose, she's awful. Like, she's awful to anyone who's not... And at that point, she has all this money. Like, she's just terrible to people who aren't people who she cares about. She's a Slytherin. Like, mm. Yeah, sure. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, even... Connie, even, it's a podcast. People can't see you go on the nose. I'm, <laughs> you get to say on the nose. You, you can say that about Hufflepuff's too, potentially. <laughs> now I feel like... Um, Hufflepuffs, you can say that, but they're nicer. Maybe. They're nicer about it. That's. <laughs> it is know. the one Maybe. trait. But I was going to say, I don't think she's particularly show. cunning or ambitious or like any of that. So no, no, no. I was just saying when you were saying like she's not nice to anyone she doesn't care about. I was like, that's like I mean, yeah. Slytherin. Like yeah. I, that yeah. one part, not true. Yeah, the yeah. rest of her. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know. Like Rose has. These two so people, I right? guess he's kind of ambitious in a Nicola Zabini ish way of like <laughs> her next boyfriend. Like, I'm not wearing any clothes. And the doctor's like, No, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, But no, even like, like, Oh, you should call so and so because they can get you a job. Or like, I was talking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, in, in, in the alternate dimension, too, she's like, Her ambition is to be married to someone rich, rich. And then when you go back in time, when it's um, when Rose's trying to save her father her ambition was for him to make some money and do and you know she could be the housewife so that's also true um speaking of pete i will say that that like so so the other thing other family member that rose has is her father who in like the story's main timeline is dead but they Mm -hmm. end up you know going to another timeline where he's alive and um, oh, and the they figure that it out in a way where they can all be together. But I will say the the episode where she like goes back to her to like save her dad's life. Oh, she I was so annoying. It was it's so frustrating, and I think part of my issue like I always so I was day. binging Doctor Who, and I got I that's like episode eight I want to say. So I watched seven episodes straight, mind you. I went, I sat through the fart jokes and the Slovene. <laughs> like I was like, no, I'm watching this show. I got to see episode eight, and in the description, it was like Rose wants to go back to find, go back in time to see your dad. I was like, mm, I'm gonna wait on that one. I already did. But all, it's yeah, like, it's, it's a very like cliche. You know what I mean? Like it's a very like it's, it's the a one thing of standard time travel, time travel mm-hmm. trope. And Rose, you know, and I think I just knew like off of those seven episodes, I just knew how Rose was gonna be, and I was like, I can't. We're just gonna not today. <laughs> I'll but the back. other thing about that Today. episode too was like Rose was an idiot, but the doctor was an idiot, and like none of it, like like, and I guess that's where you can say that like you start to see the doctor's like romantic love because he lets her get away with things that he wouldn't mm. let other people do. Like he would not one. I think if anyone said, and like shout out to Bill for not even asking to go back in time and see her mom. Mm. Um, but like. I don't think he would have granted that wish to, uh, like, not just his companions, but, like, to anyone. 
because there's it, there's so much that can go wrong. And then for her to like miss her chance to be with him at the end and then go back and do it again, like, <laughs> no, nah, what are you no, doing? You do it the first time and you didn't, you didn't, sorry, okay, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> We out. Bye. New, new episode. And, so, and I think that, like, a lot of that, I mean, the one thing about that episode and her relationship with Pete and stuff that, like, I am a daddy's girl. Like, I'm not, like, there's no shame in my game. Like, I'm not trying to hide it. Like, me and my dad for life. Like, um, and so I can't even really comprehend growing up without having my dad but like I can comprehend that like you know I get homesick and I miss him and like wanting to just like be in his presence sometimes like I can comprehend what that would feel like for Rose to want to have Mm -hmm. um and so I don't begrudge her that feeling or that like wanting that but what I do begrudge her (laughs) is like just constantly putting herself like when it's all actually gone to shit and the doctor is gone and like, she's still making selfish decisions to like solve this childhood need that she has. That is like consequences. Every time you do something else, it gets worse and worse and worse. Like, and, and at the end when her father is like, Oh, I, I'm not supposed to be here. She's still like, no, like, <laughs> Bitch, he ain't supposed to be here. <laughs> You're not gonna, no one is gonna survive. Let it go. Right. <laughs> Cut your losses. Take that L. Like, and I think that was one of the times when I was like, Rose is very, and she's still at that point 19, mm-hmm. but she's very selfish and mm-hmm. very self centered, which she gets, she comes by honestly. We just talked about <laughs> that, right? Man. She comes by it honestly. But in traveling with the doctor, you would hope that, like, she has a more global galactic perspective. No. By episode no, yeah. eight, at least. No. I mean, it's one of those things, right, where, like, she's doing all this stuff cause she, so she can, like, it's all self-serving, her traveling with the doctor. And, like, I think she enjoys also being a hero and saving people, right? Like, she still has, like, a, like, her moral compass isn't, like, completely out of whack. I think it's just when it becomes, like, a personal thing, when she ends up having like running into problems and i mean we can see something kind of similar when the doctor regenerates at the end of season one it's all about her like it's all about her like my dude literally died and and regenerated his cells so he's 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 in this in the space between life and death and is trying to like get back to life and she's just like he left me how could he do that he you're the one who absorbed the the heart of the tardis you're the reason why he had to die trying to get back the whole episode so, is damn, without so the, the doctor. doctor. Like, he sent you away for a reason, and then you had to go ahead and look into the heart of the TARDIS, and then he had to absorb all that energy, because you, your dumbass is about to die. And now you want to be mad because he had to regenerate? <laughs> you killed him! <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Let all of she the feelings out. Him. She should have killed him. She killed him. And Let he all of the feelings out. regenerated and fell back in love with him. It was right? like, we're just gonna die because like we're because we can't because the doctor abandoned me bitch no no that's not figure what it out get it together not what happened and he explained to you as it was ha- like he wasn't expecting like oh today i'm about to regenerate he was like sorry i'm about to regenerate you killed me so i i'm not gonna die i'm still gonna be here like he explained it to her and to us because it's our first time, right? Like everybody right. else understands that he's regenerating except for her, right? And I just, I'm, yeah. Why? <laughs> okay. She said, "Bitch, you killed him," which is not. <laughs> I mean, she did. She did. <laughs> so uh, I guess before we kind of move on, since we're sort of still in like season one territory before um, ten and tenant get here. Um, I think that something that is important to me, but that I think is worth noting is the way in which Rose um, sets the template for what a companion is and how RTD kind of establishes that with Rose. Like, okay, so here's the companion. This is, these are pieces of her family and what she's dealing with on earth and perhaps what she wants to escape or what she wants to save. Like that's the idea of a companion. 
And then let's just talk about very quickly how our <laughs> Moffat is just like, let's not do that anymore. Let's have all of my companions have no family so that they can just travel whenever they want. And I think that it was an important thing to have because it kind of, it definitely humanizes the companions and kind of humanizes the doctor some more because it reminds the doctor of like, oh, I can't just like do whatever I want with this companion on in space time because I have to put her back and give her back to her people. Um, intact. Intact. And, and, <laughs> and the, the relationship that the doctor does have with Rose's family as like contentious as it is a lot of the time, um, it's still like an important factor in him keeping Rose safe and, and making sure that she um, does what she needs to and, and is in completely stupid and sacrificing himself for her. Cause you know, that's the whole reason why she killed him <laughs> because he was trying to save her. Um, but it's still an interesting, like, okay, this is how, what this show is like. Season one is very much like, it does what every show is supposed to do. It's like, this is the, the template for this series. And it, it manages that up to a certain point. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see how Chibnall changes that, if at all. Um, and mm -hmm. how he balances those two kind of methods of companioning. Um, having them have their family <laughs> super close and worried all the time and the realism of someone traveling through space and time because as we talked about briefly she was gone for a year and homegirl mama jackie had posters up of her like missing child missing daughter and we never really see that again despite like companions disappearing for tons of time like big lengths of time died and don't nobody know don't, no, nobody cares bill don't nobody knows about bill Penny don't know her she get fired from her job for not showing up for weeks at a time. Like right, like that kind of realism was really, I think, something that even of the seasons of Moffat's era that I liked, it was something that I missed because I don't know, it just like grounded it, especially because it's something if you watch Doctor Who, you would love to travel through space and time, but it also brought out those real realties of like, okay, but if I did, these people would be concerned about me, so I should. Like, but I also my like expectations the idea that, like <laughs> they knew about him, right? Like, <clears throat> Mark, uh, Do Jackie, and Mickey saw him the first time, and like maybe don't fully understand until later, like what he is and what they're doing. But they have a face to like, mm -hmm. you know, put to something. The same with Martha's family. Mm -hmm. Donna's like Donna tells her grandfather, but like her mom still is like. Who is this man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like has some sense of like who she's with or, you know, or whatever. And I think too, given like I was thinking about this um in the context of like this moment of like Me Too and Time's Up and stuff, and like how women especially, and I don't think that this is a new thing that like just popped up post I don't know when the first season of Who started, but like I'm pretty Bye. sure women were doing Oh, 05 mm -hmm. so I know for a fact that women were doing this at in 05 like if I'm going on a date if I'm going to meet someone if I'm going to hang out someone that I know if like I have done this with my brother like don't mm -hmm. tell mom <laughs> I'm going to like a different I went to a different state and was like don't tell mom <laughs> but this is where I'm Until at so someone knows where you're that's right, right. Mm -hmm. and like this is who I'm with and if mm -hmm. I don't show up this is where you point the police. Like, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. I and mean, like, I definitely did that in my, in college the first time I went to like a party or whatever. I was yeah. still in the same town, like city as my mom. <laughs> so I was like, by the way, I'm going to this thing. I might have to call you. I don't know. I'm with all these people. I don't know. So, <laughs> just, so just, you know, just so you know. Right. And like, I, and like, you know, it's, it's a fantasy show and whatever, but suspension of disbelief, only goes so far, especially because it is a urban fantasy show, right? It's supposed <laughs> to be set in this time and place, and like, right? There's they, some realisms that they include on purpose in order to ground right. it in our time. Yeah. While adding they the want fantasy. you to believe that, like, the doctor could show up at your doorstep at any mm -hmm. time, and you better believe if the doctor shows up, I'm like, B, the TARDIS <laughs> has landed. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my inter <laughs> right. That's true. I'll be like, come in, nope, come, come pick you up too, Mama. The TARDIS has landed. 
I'm gonna I'm let you. I'm gonna call you back when I get my intergalactic cell phone because I know you're gonna be mad about them minutes. But <laughs> this is the description of what this dude looked like. Rest assured, his face may change. Here's a selfie. But if you don't hear from me in two weeks, like let's go. Yeah, I don't know what call she's now. supposed to do if you're in space time. Because you can still call back. I'm getting the, the phone plan. The little oh. you it, phone plan. <laughs> Right. Oh, right. Because <laughs> Martha forgot. was calling. Because they also in. introduced that. Yes, they absolutely introduced that you can call people from space. And time. And time. Because they great. were like, because didn't Rose, when Rose got her phone, she was like, wait, what a, wait a minute. Like, I'm talking to my mama now. Right. Mm-hmm. That was, that was, that was actually really smart of them. Like, when you start with, in a new, like, place where tech, or in a new time where technology is like, wildly different from when you first started the show yeah smart yeah i think that that's it's like an it's a an important piece of realism that like a lot of i think a lot of sci-fi fantasy writers fall into this whole thing of like this oh it's gonna go off Mm -hmm. it's 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 fantasy it's fiction so we don't have to do this Mm -hmm. um but like it's fantasy and it's fiction but if you don't do that I can't believe anything else because like no one in their right mind's doing that. You know what I mean? Like in this world, once you decide what those rules are, then you have to abide by them. Right. And whether if you decide it's going to be grounded in reality, then it's got to be, if you decide it's not going to be, then fine. Right. But you can't do both, but you can't pick and choose. And that's something that I think both RTD and Moffat suffered from. I'm interested in how Chibnall is going to do it. But, and I think that like, it's fine if there's like, one episode blind spot or something, you know what I mean? Like I, you're able to kind of forgive that, but at least with, with going back to Rose and the companion, like life timeline and stuff, when times, when it felt like she was going to die, like there were so many like near death moments. Like she always went back to thinking about her mom, thinking about Mickey, you know, like it was consistent across across so and i think that that's very human right like every mm-hmm. like your last minutes or whatever you right. think about what's important to you and who's important to you and i just don't believe that there are that many well-adjusted people who are completely cut off and have <laughs> no one because we're a social be. you know what i mean like even if bill doesn't have a family she has had to have made a surrogate family right even like, you the the homebody have <laughs> people <laughs> Right, they may not see me on the regular. There may be people on the internet, but I got people. <laughs> I went to dinner last night. I was exhausted afterwards, but there are people there, and they were like, "Where you been?" And I was like, oh. "Not traveling with the doctor, sadly." <laughs> sadly, yeah. So I mean, so one of the other things we get in addition to, uh, like family is we get other companions who are like a little bit more part-time um so we get like captain jack and mickey for and sarah jane and sarah jane i don't know why i left sarah jane oh i know why because i didn't like that episode and i didn't like the way they pit pitted sarah jane and rose against each other i'm like sarah jane is a grown-ass woman i need her to not (laughs) and rose true respect her elders true (laughs) like Mm. and also like yeah they were getting mad at each other and like being jealous of each other about the doctor meanwhile Boys like writing leaving, like the doctor is off the hook how yeah because Ben wrote that episode wrote it that's, that's it was, the only reason yeah it was it was terrible can we just it was have another less one. It was men those, writing the show we know about the fair sex <laughs> you really don't it was awful let's just um, not <laughs> Yeah, but but uh, but Mickey um, became like I think he became like their tech support when they did things on Earth. Basically, fair. Um, there the became man a in joke. the chair. Yeah, he the was the man in the, the chair. chair. There was a moment though where he was like, because in that Sarah Jane episode, he was also there helping out, and K Nine was there, um, and he, he was said. like, "I'm not just the dog." Um, so right. he was getting like upset about that. His feelings were hurt, um, which is like good said, characterization and like good dramatic tension like i enjoy the mickey did annoy me and i maybe i should revisit some mickey centric episodes to see how i've changed but um i think that those those his gripes and like his behavior 
was very real in terms of how he was being treated by Rose and the doctor. And I think that there's something it's very real and organic as opposed to what happened later with, uh, what's his face? Um, Danny, 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 Danny. we have months for that, but the way that they treated (laughs) Mickey, I think they kind of tried to replicate that feeling with Danny, but it didn't work because it wasn't as organic as with Mickey, where you can truly understand where he's coming from. And even stuff that you guys just pointed out that I'm like, Oh, right. He was framed for her murder. And like, he had total reason to like be pissed off all the time because he, and like, he's, and he knew her before <laughs> she met the doctor too. Right. Whereas right. like Danny came in in the middle of that yeah. and was like, why do you prefer him to me? Dude, I just met you. please." Um, but I but, think that it, it also set up how Mickey's reasoning for staying in the alternate dimension Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For sure. And I also think, like, um, I mean, I do want to say, like, just, you know, be honest. Mickey's, when he was first introduced, he was full caricature. Like, he had no oh, death yeah. or anything. Yeah. He was just, like, a person who was there. And I think oh. that they, around, like, season two, well, I think, like, the Slovene episode, I think that's when he, like, became the man behind the chair. He was still a little bit, like, two-dimensional or whatever. But especially when they got to season two, they started to give him more. Um, and there was, like, a moment where, like, because in season one, the doctor was like, nah, Mickey can't come with us. Yeah. And then by season two, um, he offered, and Mickey was like, nah, I'm cool. But by the middle of it, then he was like, yeah, I'll come. Like, why not? But never yeah. leaves the TARDIS, which I always want to make sure that people know. Um, yeah, I hadn't remembered that. his, like, one big... Or it never leaves the TARDIS in the past, I should say. Or yeah, his, he yeah, they don't go, go to the past. past. He doesn't go. Um, but yeah, sorry, I just felt the need to. But that's that's actually it's true. I didn't. Point, I yeah. did not think about that at all. He only goes to the future and then to the other dimension. Yeah. And then doesn't he? Isn't that the thing? Is that he? But he is still only in the TARDIS. He never actually steps foot. No, and then no, no, no. in. in when they go see Madame de Pompadour, he doesn't yeah. step foot there. He's he in doesn't the go into the past. Yeah, but oh. he's on. But he is like on the spaceship. Oh right, right, right. Okay, okay. You don't get no respect. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't think of that at all. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I think like by the end, I will say also my like not feelings for Mickey, but just like my like um, like opinion of Mickey definitely changed once he got a lineup. I was lot. literally about to say because, it was a beard. Because he was in the Madame Pompadour episode, and that's one of my favorite episodes of, like, Doctor Who, period. And I was like, this is a good episode. This is great. And then literally the next episode, I was like, when did Mickey get fine? How did that happen? <laughs> I just, it's been one episode. What was um, that, Jim? The other thing, though, is that, like, in, in like, canon somehow, where, uh, Mickey and Martha end up Let's... getting together and getting married. I they do. And I need to see that. Yeah. I need to see their. I don't know how that happened and when that happened and like it what happened happened. when they met during Doctor Donna. No, I know that, but, but that isn't. But there was no indication that that was right. Like, that was just when Well, he stairs. went with her when they were leaving. He was like, "Oh, hold up, I'll catch a ride." He was like, "Ooh, black chick, let me go holla." <laughs> and she don't need the doctor. Is like, she like, fine? Okay. She running unit. Okay then. Um, Got a job. And she understands what my life has been for the past few years. All right. Exactly, because we both been second. Like he been second to the doctor. She been second to Rose. Right, and like you said, got a job. It makes sense, but in a lot of ways, got a job. In a lot of ways, it was just pair the spares. It was just like let's. Oh look, two black people. Absolutely, but I'm still here for it. I know, but I still want that like special episode or something but yeah Mickey's character development definitely glowed up when his like hair glowed up he got himself some hair he or not even hair he just got a barber and then (laughs) we find out about his his grandmother and and also like to be honest like his his situation right where where Rose's situation with her dad was mostly annoying his situation with his grandmother was not Right, like it was, it was heartbreaking. It was just like he, like he lost the only person that he had. Whereas, like Rose has all these things. She just is like, and I get it, right? Like you're gonna, you're gonna miss people who you, like, even if you didn't know your dad, you're still gonna like wonder about him and miss him and wish he was around. Like, fine, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
but again, we were just we talked about it already. Like she's the way that she goes about it is just really selfish and doesn't really think about the consequences. Versus Mickey, like he wasn't real. He just went to see her. He wasn't like I'm going to save her life. He wasn't like all this. He I think maybe he said I'll bolt down the the, the rug. rug or whatever. But also, they didn't go back in time to see her. They were in a completely different dimension, right? Where this is like a totally different. Yeah, might as well um, take advantage of the opportunities presented right. before you. Like it's a completely different thing. Um, also, the Mickey Ricky thing was kind of, I, I like I, I liked that he had another like there was another person, you know what I mean? Whereas like Rose got there and she didn't have another version of her. It was a dog, um, <laughs> which was huh, shady. Um, like the dog, I think the doctor laughs when when they like Jackie's like Rose, and then the dog comes in, and the doctor laughs, and then sees that Rose is like really heartbroken. He's like, "Oh, just kidding, it's not funny." Um, but it was funny. <laughs> but like, I think like kind of seeing another like side to Mickey, or just like another like what Mickey could be, I think was important. The potential, um, yeah. And Ricky off made it so that he could kind of start a life over and kind of do a new thing but the fact that it like I, I don't know the Ricky Mickey joke always made me mad because I was like because you know his black. name why are you and why are you black. Black. yeah it's just yeah. like I was when like, you're black was, it just that, doesn't I was like that was annoying right. I was like just keep his name right him it's not even a difficult name yeah it's no. yeah. It so. but I, I also want to get to Captain Jack because Thanks. I feel like when um, and we talked about like when when Rose meets Sarah Jane, there's this immediate competition or something. And when she meets Captain Jack, they're buddies. Like he's flirting. Granted, he didn't know the Doctor at that point when they first met him. Yeah, but there's still like when they start traveling, he becomes a companion basically. When they decide to keep him on, there isn't any sense of like he is going to matter more than me because one, he knows more, he's more useful than she is. Like he's been in time and space, you know what I mean? Like he's, he can do battles. Like he's more, yeah, useful. <laughs> Hate to say it that way, but it is what it is. Um, and I think that it's just a, and it is like, yeah, Sarah Jane knows the doctor or knew the doctor before Rose. And, and like, also, like, Sarah episode, while it had those, like, really annoying, like, stereotypes about women when they get together, it did also present the fact that, like, the doctor has had companions before Rose and will have more companions mm-hmm. after her. And I think that that introduction did make her, like, you know, she had to grapple with that as well. Yeah. Um, she just didn't have to do it in such a dumb way. <laughs> yeah. But I think that, like, Rose immediately becomes some, like, the thing that they need to protect cap the captain Jack and the doctor need to protect. Um, and as you know, when she becomes bad wolf and stuff like Jack is just as affected as the doctor is and would, mm-hmm. and gives or what we think gives his life. But, um, <laughs> he, tried. Her, he tried, he <laughs> um, tried. There, and there's no, like you said, like she's immediately mad at the doctor. There's, she doesn't even think about Jack. Oh. Like, she doesn't mention the fact that Jack is, for, for what all she knows, dead on a planet. Like, and all she did was come back and, like, get the doctor. Dang. Cold and, world. I mean, well, she did bring him back to life, right? Like, I think, so in that way. Oh, but then yeah. left him on a planet. Left him. <laughs> Actually, I think the way the that doctor, they put that. The doctor she, left him. Yeah, the doctor left him. Rose didn't because she was about to die. The doctor left him, and I think they imply that it's because he knew that Rose, as Bad Wolf, brought him back and was like, we can't have that on TARDIS. On our TARDIS. <laughs> not, that's not going to work out really well. Um, also because the doctor is cold as hell. Like, he really did not do it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that, like... I, I like to change the fact that when she gets back, and after the doctor has regenerated, she doesn't think of him. Or, I don't know if she doesn't think of him, but she... She doesn't ask about him. Left she doesn't... in the past. She's upset because her doctor left her, so. <laughs> All of it in the past. All of it. Or in the future. Or, yeah. To be honest. Uh, uh, but, yeah, but, like, I just, I don't know. I liked Jack. I thought that he was really, I mean, I think it gave, like, you know, some comedic timing or whatever, but also, mm-hmm. like, 
I think it kind of opened the world up a little bit more, just like having oh, yeah. another person, the TARDIS, and like who knew all of these things. Uh, even though he's learning about the Doctor, he still knows a lot about like time and space. And there's a whole thing with like his time vortex manipulator, um, and he's like flirting with everyone, and <laughs> and, and um, is also just like really good at his job as well. So I think like I don't know, his whole thing was was. Uh, I don't know. I liked. I liked. Yeah, I liked Jack. Well, yeah, I like Jack too. I just think in in relation to Rose. Yeah, because yeah. this is a Rose. You know, we're talking about Rose as a companion. I think it just to me reiterates some of the issues about her selfishness and her <laughs> like literally when they go back to like refuel the TARDIS in Cardiff. Um, she's got her boys. It's like her and Doctor and Jack. And then she has the gall to, like, ask Mickey to show up to get her passport or whatever and then be mad that he started dating someone. And he's like, you're you're literally traveling with two dudes. And I'm just supposed to sit here and wait for you. Right. Mm. When you're ready. Oh, oh. she was so mad at him. And then, like, but then immediately didn't want to talk, like, didn't want to talk to him at all, like, all the time. Anytime he was trying to talk to her, she was like, nah. She was annoyed when he when he had the gall to decide that he wanted to travel in space and time. So <laughs> yeah. annoyed. And then wanted to cry her little tears when he decided <laughs> to stay in the other dimension. But you didn't even want her, him on the TARDIS in the first place. So, you don't even want him. You don't even want him. Mm. Mm-mm. It's just, she's just like, she's using him basically. But it's, it's, I, I think it's more than not wanting Mickey. It's, she wants to be important to these people when she wants to be. And so <laughs> she doesn't need to be important to Mickey now because she's with the doctor and she's with Jack, but she needs Mickey to stay where he is in case anything changes. She can go <laughs> right back to being important to Mickey. Like, and I think that those things kind of, make it easier when you go back to be like, ugh, Rose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's that selfishness yeah. and then also like the lack of, I, I personally feel like the lack of growth in that department. Like I feel like she's mm. just as selfish when she leaves as she is when she when we first meet her. Well, and then when she about, comes back. I was going to say, let's talk about the selfishness of blowing a hole in dimensions, different universes, <laughs> in multiple yeah. universes to get yeah. back to the doctor, despite knowing. Yeah that that's gonna be a problem Mm -hmm. like it's partially her fault that the whole reality bomb shit went down because she's (laughs) going back and forth between dimensions jumping around like that's something you can do without there being consequences um and i mean so even before that though like just thinking about the doctor's relationship with uh with rose and i think you know we'll get to it a little bit more in our martha episode um but the way that like when Rose leaves, um, the writers grieve for her in a, like in a way that like while the Doctor sure would be grieving for this companion who he loved and who he was like trying to take care of and then ended up losing, um, it seeps into the writing in a way that is really unfair for all Martha companions. especially, but I would argue Donna as well. Yeah, all mm-hmm. future uh, companions. Because and I mean with with Martha it was like really awful at the beginning because he'd be, like, running around with Martha and then all of a sudden be like, I wish Rose was here, out of nowhere. Like, so not without thought. To how something that he did not do with Rose, despite having centuries of other companions, oh, companions. that he could have been like, oh, never remember Sarah, like, he could have mentioned Sarah Jane before she even showed up and been like, oh, this never happened with Sarah Jane. Or I wish Sarah Jane would have figured that out. Like, he didn't mention any of yeah. his, like, dozens exactly. of companions. And all of a sudden, like, she, understandably, she just left, but, like... I mean, it immediately like puts no Martha else, in competition ever. with Rose, and Martha doesn't know who that is. And right. it's literally like you cannot compete with the ghost. Right. Like you, you can't. Um, there's always like. The doctor's always talking about like how Rose would have done this or Rose would have done that. But Rose also took you back and put a hole in space and time trying to save her daddy. Martha wouldn't have done that. Right. <laughs> she did that. Martha she, saved herself. She literally killed you once. She literally killed you. Like, she, she you told her she to got, go. She, she filed another cute British boy and was like, let's take him into the future. Mm-hmm. And he is snap, snapping whatever. Yeah, the worst. Information so he can gamble and make money in the present. The like, worst. 
girl, please. And then, like, so, I mean, and I think that, you know, so that, and then on top of it, then she's, like, blowing holes in different dimensions and shit. Like, she's, just so that she can get back to the doctor, um, and they're like, oh, she's a badass now, but really, she's just super selfish. So, like, the doctor was really sad about Rose, but was also, like, I can't take, I can't get her right like she's stuck where she is and that's because right. i'm not gonna mess up blow apart all of space and time to go see this girl i gotta move all of my life but she's like no he's everything and like girl but you got a doctor a human no, not, not, yet. Yet. not yet oh yeah yeah that's how we get um, and, that. and that was gross too yeah. um it's really weird it's really the weird. Ha- like yeah. so I then the doctor's like you have to go back to the other dimension but here but here's my here's my human doctor that you can live with, and he ages. He's also a genophotomaniac, possibly. Right, <laughs> right. He literally just that. that other dimension because he tried to kill all the Daleks or or something, right? Like, yeah. he, like he was like, I'm just gonna kill everybody because he because he's human. That was the human part of him, which is nah. That was some master s type stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely and a time lord. Have this one, so you can keep an eye on him. So now he's your pet project. And you have to make sure he doesn't go off and kill a bunch of people. But he has all of my memories and he ages. He'll age with you, even though, like, David Tennant at that part, at that it's point, is how old? At least 27, 30. 30? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think, well, older, and then, and then, Mark, older, I mean, Mark was probably like maybe 20, 21 at that point. Yeah, hold on. It, it, it's definitely like there's it's I mean, too big of an age gap but uh, David Tennant is currently 46 so about he was like 33 maybe yeah I don't do math well yeah. but well, 10 no, years he's ago said he's currently how old? 46, 46. okay so like this is 2008 would be 36 so 35 yeah so, yeah 35 and, and he's still 30. like 21. 21 maybe who he met when she was 19 it's in the Jay Z Beyonce stuff. Listen, <laughs> it's a little bit worse because he's actually nine hundred. Right. <laughs> I mean, the thirty-five nineteen is some Jay Z Beyonce stuff. The nine hundred nineteen is just Edward wrong. Cullen. <laughs> Edward Cullen stuff. It's Ugh. very t- Twilight. Now that I think Ugh. about it, and we hate it when it's Twilight, but we don't hate it when it's. I hate oh, it. I it. hated it. No, I was <laughs> like, why? The whole thing was, like, even when Martha was, like, I didn't like that Martha was, like, pining after him. Also, because, like, I just really, like, I loved when Donna got there. Because Donna was, like, ew. You're an alien. (laughs) You're an old alien. What do we got? You're stick thin. Got nothing in common. Yeah. My favorite is when she just kept calling him skinny. (laughs) (laughs) it's like what what am i gonna do with this i can't do anything with this can't do nothing (laughs) nothing but i do think that like it always bothered me and i love eccleston and i feel like eccleston's doctor like doesn't get enough due just because he was only in there for one season Mm -hmm. um but it also bothered me because it was like she I felt like she had the right relationship when it was Eccleston. And then when they cast David Tennant, who's like floppier haired well, and more and in the episode where he was dying though. So it was, they were setting it up then. Yeah. 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 And he was older. I forgot about that. I blocked he was it out. Older. He was even older. I blocked Much it out. My, my brain is just like, nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but happened. I do, but I do think that like, I thought I found it gross the whole way through. Mm. Like yeah. no matter I what, guess I even, didn't. But it's still not something you didn't I know. Like I was even if you didn't know it, he yeah. was nine hundred or whatever. But he says that pretty early. Um, he's an alien, and I mean, I think that like it didn't immediately gross me out. I think um, I think once we get to, got to Martha, then I was just like, really. <laughs> I was because, like, seriously, and, and then, then and then yeah. watching it again. You know what I mean? Like, a second time around, I was like, okay, yeah, this is problematic. Um, because, but, I guess if we're talking about the Doctor in his actual age years, because then we have to remember that um, Alex Kingston is significantly older than Matt Smith and 
that he was age still difference. an adult. Yeah. He, he wasn't a teenager. True. Like, I think 19, once you were yeah. like over, tw- once you're like 24, 25, do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> and how old are you? My this is what I said with like River. Like River is actually younger um, than Rose might have been because she, what, she lives with. She grows up with. Um, it's un- we can't. Let's not do we can't this. Really tell. We can't. No, do this. she's definitely old. Like she's weirdly like she's older than Amy and Rory, even though they're like. She's she's tiny wimey. She's she's at least a hundred years old. I think. It's unclear, and we should it's save it unclear. for our River episode yeah. we'll, because we'll, it gives we'll, me a headache. Yeah, it gives me such but, a headache. Yeah, but I was just gonna say, like the other thing with River, whatever her age is, is that she is a child of the TARDIS. And so there's just something Different she's not <laughs> as a human, human fragile and you, you know what I mean? Like there's sure. just, yeah, it, it, she's, and I'm not to sound specious, but okay, fine. I sound specious, but like, I just, feel specious. Like, you don't like the, they're different species just because <laughs> you're like different species shouldn't mix. That's just kind of like a rule of nature. It's not bigotry. <laughs> it's just factual. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking back about like how like the wow. doctor talks about how Captain Jack like in the future well, like that counts for River too. She's a we're time, much more toddler. like that's true. Um, you know, but like the doctor says like, and I'm thinking about it in the rules of the universe is that like in the future we're much more open about not only yeah, just gender he's but truly pansexual. Species. He's pansexual. <laughs> like, give anything a go, and so. In that lens, like, okay, maybe I'm being a little bit too conservative. But Sam, in 2018. (laughs) Slash 2007, 2006, when this was happening. Maybe we'll, maybe in 3007, okay, fine. But But also, like, I'm just like, you haven't had enough experience with human men yet. Like, (laughs) Like, calm down. You're 19. You know nothing. He's far too think, advanced for I you. think that's, like, the, the perfect kind of, like, sum, sum up of Rose Tyler's character. <laughs> You're 19. You know nothing. <laughs> She's Jon Snow. <laughs> she is the Jon Snow. Very she reckless. Is. I think um, it's not on the agenda, but I think, um, and mostly, a lot of the companions are easy to sort. This is Dr. for Podcast, but we are Potterheads at heart. Um, I think a lot of the companions are kind of easy to sort, but this whole conversation has been making me rethink that Rose is not a Gryffindor, but she's a Slytherin. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, she's definitely not a Gryffindor. I, cause no. I, no? No. Been typing, it's not to say, because I think also, right, there's like a, there's a, it's the same with the Doctor. Like, I think there's a base level of they're all very brave, like, to be yes. doing this. You're in that situation, yes. you have to have some kind of semblance of bravery, so like, it's Maybe close, maybe secondary, but I don't think that's her primary. <laughs> I don't so think the doctor can be sorted. Each doctor can be sorted. Each doctor can be sorted. Yeah, not as the a doctor. Whole. Absolutely. No. Cannot be. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eccleston is a Gryffindor, though. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, Sounds so, really well. you know, we've talked about Bad Wolf a little bit. Um, and my new favorite thing from this podcast is um, Bayana pointing the fact out that she killed she fucking killed the doctor it's gonna be a recurring um, theme now I'm gonna be super straight like uh, just like transparent in that I totally didn't think of that until I said it well that's <laughs> what this it. is for I was what just time is I was saying the words and, I, and in my head I was like she killed the doctor and, and I didn't think about it until after you said it I was like she killed the doctor <laughs> um so it's still amazing. So what happens when you get to talk about your favorite nerd things with your friends, you realize all the little bits and pieces that you missed. It's what this podcast is for. And the rest of right. y'all is just listening in, just get to uh, be privy to our insights. As they, as they come. As they come. Um, but the thing that, about Bad Wolf that I want to get to is like talking about Rose's selfishness and like needing to be the center of attention. She goes around... Like, she has the power of the TARDIS. Just go back there. But no, she's like, let me go around and leave clues from myself <laughs> in the bad wolf and all of these different and ways. That, and it literally makes no sense because you're, you're leaving clues for yourself, but your rose in the past has no idea what bad wolf is. No. It doesn't help. And she so. doesn't she doesn't go, ooh, let me look into the TARDIS because that's, how, that's where I'll become bad wolf. Like, no. it's still all an accident. 
Mm-hmm. So just stop wasting time. Go back there. <laughs> like, it's just a matter of like, I'm like, even her, like, she's not. And she only says bad wolf because she sees it everywhere in the beginning. Right. Like she didn't come up with that. It was one of those like closed loops or whatever. Yeah. But Ooh, it was to me, it felt like one of those things where it's like, it was, and I'm, and I've just thought about this in the conversation that we've had, but like, it was basically the essence of Rose Tyler when given powers. Like, if I get bit by a radioactive spider, like, the essence of Robin Jordan, I'm like, I can make myself invisible? Bet. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to go after, like, I'm going to, if it heightens the, the core of myself, right? Yeah. And, like, I feel like, she was like, I can make myself, like, I can make me the center of the doctor's world, the way he's the center of my world, mm. I can become the thing that he obsesses over. Mm. Like, let me do that. True. Because then when, when in uh, season four, when she's back, she's like, I'm leaving it everywhere so he knows that I'm back. Like, yeah. oh, please, like, chill. Go back to your dimension. Close the little hole. And chill out. Like, go take a walk. <laughs> Turn left was like, I don't One of my favorite episodes, but also the way that she manipulates Donna. I'm just like, oh. you turn left, bitch. <laughs> I don't Why like that. Turn left? I don't get it, but we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. It's not a, it, like, I watch a lot of Donna episodes. Like, it might be second to season five, but I always skip that one. She was doomed. I'm going to give one thing. To Rose, or I guess to Billy Piper, she was doomed with season two. What do you mean by that? She she was never going, like, her character was never going to, her legacy of her character was never going to survive season, season two. two. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like generally those episodes I don't like aren't specifically because of Rose, except for the idiot. They're not. They're not. They're not, but I'm just... I'm even thinking about, like, season eight, I believe, with Clara. Like, you just can't survive that much. Well, I think with Clara, it was different because they did a lot with her characterization that made it some bullshit, whereas, like, Rose was just Rose in bad episodes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think yeah. they messed up her characterization at all. I think they just... Right, her character is consistent. We just happen to not like it, which is fine. It's different yeah. than, like, the bad writing of Clara. Of Clara. Yeah. Can we also talk about yeah. how dramatic Rose is um, <laughs> at the end of the, the finale for season two? And she's like, this is the night that I died. And I'm like, girl, why? You didn't die! You find out that she didn't die. And I'm like, and so then it's a metaphorical death because she's not with the doctor anymore. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Thank God for Donna appearing in this artist because I'm annoyed. I just don't. I can't. It's just like, girl, why? So girl, if you don't sit down. Yeah. Because I was really thinking like, oh shit, she really about to die. And then, and then I was like, well, then how is she narrating this story? <laughs> and then she didn't actually die. And I was just like, so what was the point? And I mean, I think like her separation from the doctor was really dramatic and like, Still gives me some feels. People like ran that like meme, and I'm like, why? <laughs> why no one asked for you to do that? And I think that was a really emotional moment between two people who really love each other. Grant, you know, all the other problematic and like, I don't really fuck with Rose aside, but I think that like the first Connie, <laughs> <laughs> I think, like I think thinking about it when I first saw it, right? And she's like the only companion you know, and this is the first like goodbye that you have. Yeah. I was like, that's that's sad. And then Donna came and I was like, okay, cool, we're moving on. <laughs> like, I like Martha. She's great. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's I think it's fine. But um I mean I think it got the emotional reaction that they wanted. Yeah. Awesome. I will say I think that rewatching Rose is the exact opposite of rewatching Martha. Like my first reaction to Martha was like, ugh, oh my God, hate her. Make it stop. And then when I went back and rewatched it, I was like, oh, she's badass. They just treat her terribly. And yeah. like, I and, just couldn't, like, and Rose I mean, is terrible, like, but they treat her like a badass. <laughs> right, right. And like, and so yeah, I feel like my initial reaction to Rose was like, 
oh, I like her. She's fun. I can see, you know, like, I can see what they're doing, you know. And I think we're all new hooers. So, like, mm-hmm. she was also my first introduction into, like, what the show is and all this right. stuff. And so I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. And then I was like, hey, okay. But I'm still, you know, and I was sad when she was gone. And then I, I go back and we watch them and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. Yeah. And then it makes me even more mad about Martha because I'm like fucking Rose, go away! <laughs> like even yeah. when she's like Rose literally there. like does not go away. Whereas like you know in 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 the Eleventh Doctor's incarnation, right? Like Amy, granted, Amy is basically his entire run except like the last <laughs> yes seven episodes or something. But like when Clara does show up, he doesn't spend all his time. Like granted, they give him a hundred years. To chill. I think that was really smart of Moffat, to be I honest. Too. Um, because then, because like, who wants to sit around and watch the doctor whine over the old companion nope. when he's supposed to be like explaining and introducing the new companion to this world and introducing the new companion to us? Like, mm-hmm. no, like no one but else. Also, is... they did give, they did give him those four episodes. Mm. No, no, to... wrong place. No. Nope. It was after nope. Martha, I think. That was after no. Donna. After that was Donna. after Donna. Yeah, it's before his last. They just give him the little Donna episode, and then yeah, and then Martha, yeah, and then in the Donna episode, he doesn't have time to be sad about Rose because it's like, what the fuck are you doing on my? Why are you here? What's going on? I'm trying to get you off my garden, so you don't want me anywhere near you. Now all of a sudden, you got kidnapped by some snowmen. What the fuck's happening with that? So it's like too like. I mean, they still horn in like a whole Donna thing, right? Or Rose thing when she's like, oh, she died. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's in that episode, you know, but like. I thought it wouldn't have made, it wouldn't have been genuine. It was genuine. Right? It wasn't yeah. like. Yeah. Because it just happened and it's for the audience. Wish was Rose. He's just like, let me get you back to your wedding. And yeah. Ways. And also let me yeah. reference the last season in any right. kind of way. It's, it was important to have it there before to linger for so long. It's not because like, even if it was just the first episode, Fine. But it lingered for so long in season three. And it, like, seeped into Martha's character, characterization Mm -hmm. and relationship with the Doctor, right? Whereas, like, with Quara, it doesn't, that's not a thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She has some other issues, but those aren't the issues. (laughs) She had a lot of other issues, but that wasn't it. So many other issues. All right, well, um, check out blackgirlscreate.org and Connie's writing at Black Girl Nerds and all over the internet. Follow us on social media. Let us know about your yeah. Rose thoughts. Um, use the hashtag Tarbis, time and relative blackness in space. Join our Slack channel where we have a whole, or our Slack where we have a whole channel dedicated to conversations about Doctor Who. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time when we'll be discussing Martha Jones. Martha, what, what? Dr. Martha Jones. Dr. Martha Jones. Like we just need a whole series of just Martha's residency. That'd be great. Yeah. Like, Grey's Anatomy. I want to see her whole, like, taking over of unit. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. Next week. Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. We out. Bye, guys. The black girls have the box.